Consider the following and some of the results you will hardly believe. Running a small business isn't for the weak. Learn how to take your business to the next level with marketing and operation tips for a small business like yours. I'm Hillary Kay. Let's talk marketing. Hey, everyone. Boy, are you in for a treat. Today, we have Lindsay Barons and Camille Levi, owners of Barons Artistry. These women are the epitome of kick-butt small business owners. They discuss all the things from starting a business to knowing when to expand, the importance of having rock-solid operations, and how building relationships is number one in their marketing strategy. So without further discussion, here they are. I know you are going to love them. Hey ladies, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you guys on today. So I just want to go ahead and jump right in. And why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves and your backgrounds? Yeah, we'd love to. And thank you so much for having us on. This is really amazing. We are so excited (laughs) to be here. Yeah. So um, my name is Camille Levi and I have... I'm a mom of three boys and I was a school teacher for 10 years um, recently quit my teaching job to pursue um, our business with Lindsay, um, Barron's Artistry, um, more full-time. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, we live in Idaho and Lindsay and I have been... Feels like we've been together forever. Yeah, she's like one of those people. I mean, we've only been friends for five years. Four um, and a half. Four, maybe. Yeah. It feels like we've known each other our entire lives. Like I can't remember a time before, you know, Camille. So I um, thought you guys were best friends your whole entire life. Literally. How did we not know each other since birth? It's it's kind of like life before children where you're like, what did I do with all my time? What did I do with all my my entire life? Yeah. So Camille's kind of that, (laughs) we're that person for each other. Um, and then I'm Lindsay Barons, and I also have two little boys. They're the loves of my life. And, um, yeah, we, I started Barons Artistry, um, originally first and then Camille joined me later on, but yeah, I have a background, um, in, I actually went to school for interior design and then kind of took a segue and, uh, got a job at a makeup counter halfway through school and fell in love with it. I worked for Mac for five years and then kind of spiraled and began my business based off of that. Awesome. Okay. I think that's a perfect segue to how did Barron's artistry begin? I know Lindsay, you just said you started it, but what, you know, what made you jump out and just start a business? I think that's one of the most, you know, for me, I know it was a scary thing for me to do. Oh my gosh. So scary. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to start my own thing. So kind of walk me through that process. And then Camille, how you got involved to, to what Barron's artistry is today. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I worked for Mac for five years, loved it. I loved doing makeup. Um, I just found it was a, you know, a really amazing creative outlet and passion for me. Um, I think I've always had just kind of me and Camille both talk about this a lot. We really both have an entrepreneurial spirit to us. Um, I think there's always this, you know, dream of being able to work for ourselves, um, and have this like vision of a life we want to create. And so, you know, creating a business around that has always been both of our dreams. And, you know, Barron's artistry really started organically. Um, I was doing makeup on the side. I was pregnant with my second son at the time. People would hear I did makeup. 
uh, and I would, you know, do a wedding here and there. And then that person would tell somebody else. And then word of mouth, it just started to spread like wildfire. And at that time, there wasn't really anybody in the area that was doing what I was doing as far as freelancing and coming on site and, um, you know, uh, bringing this really professional business aspect to the world of makeup and beauty. And, um, our best friend, Kara, who's kind of the third portion of this little trio. Um, she was the one who was really like, Lynn's, I think you've got something here. You should just start a Facebook page. Like what's the harm? What is the harm in just starting a Facebook page? And I did. And, you know, it was just this thought of like, oh my gosh, are people really going to pay me to do this? Like, this is what I love. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy myself so much when I'm doing it. It's like, is somebody really going to actually give me money to do this? (laughs) And it did. It worked. It just grew and grew and grew upon itself. And then, um, you know, when I came into it though, I... I knew from a business standpoint that I could only make so much money because if I was going to build a brand around myself and just based on me and my skill set, I was going to cap at some point, especially with providing a service. I can only, you know, raise my prices so high. I can only do so many weddings in a weekend. And so I always had this thought in the back of my mind that. Um, you know, I wanted to create a business model that I could replicate myself. And then God placed Camille in my life. Um, yeah, quite randomly. We met over, um, we met us the summer just before Baron's artistry launched and we were just at base at a baseball game. Um, my son played a baseball for her husband and father-in-law and I was chasing around my toddler at the time she was chasing around hers and as moms do sometimes you're you know running around after them and you just start chatting Mm -hmm. and she was like I'm not going to be at the next baseball game I have a makeup thing and I was like oh really like I used to do makeup Mm -hmm. um so my mom so going to where I started my mom was a is an esthetician um, she taught, she learned professional makeup, taught me it as a teenager. And I used to just love makeup so much. I would do, I'd spend like an hour doing my makeup every morning <laughs> before school. Yeah. And then the summer that I met Lindsay, I was just starting to get back into just spending a lot of time doing my own makeup. Like mm-hmm. I was doing YouTube tutorials. My husband would make fun of me. Like I'd sent, sit an hour in the bathroom if I had it <laughs> and just do it for fun. And I was really wanting to just brush up on those skills again. I did it for my mom when, um, when I was helping her with her business on her clients. And yeah, so I was like really intrigued by the, the makeup business Lindsay was doing. And we just became friends and started friends. chatting about makeup at baseball games for the whole summer. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. What a cool story. Started. Yeah. And then I had a job where I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this amount of people in the amount of time they need me to do it by myself. And so I asked her, I was like, would you mind just coming and helping me out on this one job? <laughs> and then she never left. <laughs> yeah. One weekend I was like, honey, I'm going to go help Lindsay on this makeup job. Um, just assist her in that. And I have <laughs> never quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a cool story. And I think that probably segues to the next question, talking about, you know, what were some of your biggest challenges? It seems like scalability was probably one of the most immediate, you know, challenges. 
but walk the listeners through like when, you know, some of my listeners are just starting out and, you know, they're about ready to encounter all the craziness that comes with starting a small business. So why don't you walk them through some of the biggest challenges that you faced, um, I'd like to say something really quickly because what I think is unique about Lindsay and the way that she, her mindset, the entire time that she had launched this business, Barron's Artistry, um, people of course get to know you and they want you, but she never had that mindset of I'm the only one that can do this. And she always intended on, I think, like wanting to to scale, to scale. Yeah. And Camille was, um, I think, like I said, she just was the right person in the right time because she came in saying, okay, if I get a client that Lindsay's previously done, I don't ever want them to say, oh man, I got Camille this time versus getting Lindsay. And she literally made it her mission to replicate me and my style and my branding and the way I did makeup, like to AT, we have a system of how we do the makeup. Like everything is exactly the same. And we got to a point where people couldn't tell the difference between our artistry, which was really, really cool. And I think that's why Camille rose so quickly in the business and really made a name for herself in our business. You know, people started recognizing us and pairing us together versus just seeing me as Lindsay Barron's Barron's Artistry. It was both of us as Barron's Artistry. So that was really cool. Um, But that that was one big fear and challenge I think that I was worried about is, okay, can I get somebody that's going to be as invested in my business as I was? And then I think, you know, at the beginning, it's just really having to figure out a lot of stuff by yourself. There's not a ton of resources out there that's like a book that says do x y and z and this is what you're supposed to do you know Mm -hmm. to start your own business it was a lot of um trial and error for us I mean we did oh honestly faith on Lindsay's part to trust me with her clients and her brand like I we talk to small business owners or people that are in our creative industry a lot like photographers and different people but they don't want to let go of certain parts of their business, their business and, and trust that someone else can do it and, you know, do it well. Yeah. And so I think that's like where we find people struggle the most is they don't want to let go of anything. Yeah. You know, Camille and I are kind of jack of all trades, you know, it, uh, we, we can do a lot of things, you know, whether it's, um, we're wearing our videography hat today, or we're wearing our, you know, marketing hat today, or whatever it may be. We're really good about switching and being able to do a lot of things. But we also recognize when we're really, really terrible at stuff. (laughs) So when we have those things like Camille and I are really, really bad about scheduling and emails and invoicing. It's just something that doesn't light our souls on fire. It literally makes us both want to crawl us, like in a hole and die. <laughs> people who it love depresses that. us. Yeah, it <laughs> really... We have to do it too long. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. And so, you know, even from the get-go, I knew that. I knew it wasn't a strength of mine. And we hired that out right away. You know, I was willing to take a little bit more of a hit on our, you know, income. our income and our revenue. Um, to be able to have that portion of our business done really, really well by somebody who that's kind of in their wheelhouse. 
So, you know, I think that is always a struggle for first time business owners is knowing, okay, when do I outsource something? And when do I try to take on this project myself? Um, but yeah, it's just really that trial and error phase, I think is just a really hard phase to be in, but it's amazing. Once you get on the other side of something, when you have a project that feels huge and daunting and you get on the other side of it, you're like, okay, now the picture becomes clear and I know the steps and I can do this again. You know, I think, um, I would encourage other entrepreneurs. It's like push through those moments and, um, you know, hit that other side because then it feels like a breeze after that. Right. Absolutely. I think, oh, sorry. No, you're fine. I was just going to say, I think it's important to try things as an Mm -hmm. entrepreneur. So you know what people are getting into and what, like, you know, if it's your strength or not, we're really good at recognizing this is not a strength of mine, or this is a strength of mine. And I think we should focus on that, or we need to find someone else to do it. And that has really helped us. We're, we're willing to admit when we're not good at doing something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think you guys hit the nail on the head when, you know, I think really one of the biggest challenges as a small business owner, no matter what type of business you have is knowing what you can and cannot handle and being able to give that up and that it's okay if you fail but just don't fail again (laughs) and or on the fail again on the same thing, I should say, because you can can fail a million times, but if you don't fix the reason why you failed, (laughs) then, you know, that's a problem. So I think that was great advice. Um, and so Baron's artistry now doesn't do just wedding makeup, right? I mean, you guys have just a variety of services. So take, um, us through how, Baron's Artistry evolved from doing wedding makeup to now all of the things you do now and, and kind of tell the audience too, what, you know, all, all the things you guys offer and how you got to this place. Yeah. Well, you know, Camille and I, um, I think we're the perfect match for each other because we, um, we kind of ignite each other, which can be bad at sometimes because we can go a little, we, we can be, we won't, we don't stop sometimes, (laughs) you know, we just keep feeling each other and motivating each other and pushing each other, lighting the gas, you know, pouring the gasoline on each other. That's a great combination to have when you're really trying to get things done. And I think we're both dreamers. And so, you know, our, um, our vision for our business has always been in the dreaming phase and, you know, we've always had something, something we were working toward another thing, another thing, another thing, you know, but Camille was always so limited because she was teaching full time and trying to do this part time and doing other things. She's crazy. She does like <laughs> all the things that so I just, I like to set goals and try to, uh, question. But I think we can even take, take that little bit though, to be a successful small business owner, you, you cannot stay stagnant. You cannot stay complacent. And I think there's a difference between being content in your business and being complacent in your business. Yeah. 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 I was also going to say to kind of step back because where Barron's artistry has gone and, and the branches of Barron's artistry have really also stimulated back from when Lindsay, um, started it, she was doing makeup classes she was doing um, one-on-one sessions with people mm-hmm. in person, in person, helping people to learn how to do their makeup specifically using their own products and um, then doing like small group classes. Yeah. And so that actually was the, Catalyst. one of the biggest yeah. uh, motivations, inspirations and visions that when I came along and I experienced that 
it was like, wow, we have something huge here that we could create, reach so many more people Mm -hmm. if we were able to get this makeup class online and get it into the hands of all the women in the world that were like, we were constantly coming into contact with people when we do makeup and be like, can I just take you home with me? We're like, can you just come and do my makeup every day? Yeah. Can I just get a makeup lesson with you? And we got those requests all the time. So it got us going in our entrepreneurial minds of like, what, how can we provide this for every woman who literally no one has ever taught most women don't have never learned how to do their makeup properly. Yeah. You know, you know, they're using the same uh, techniques from high school or what their mom taught them or whatever it may be. And I think for me and Camille, again, I think it goes back to me and her have always had a vision of what we want our lives to look like. And that is our like complete driving force of Mm -hmm. how we structure every single portion of our business. So we said, okay, we don't want to be providing makeup classes in person every single day of the week, right? So how are we going to create something that is scalable and can reach a, you know, a million people, but it's not necessarily taking our physical time because we want time with our family. Yeah. We don't want to be working weddings every weekend, Mm-mm. makeup classes every evening. Yeah, exactly. When someone gets off work. So we, I mean, we put in our hustle, we put in our time, that. like we put in our, you know, we stamped our time clock. We did right. that portion. And then we've always been working toward a goal of, okay, how can me and her phase out and only work on the business side and then also have all these other things kind of rolling and going. So yeah, so that's kind of how Makeup 101, which is a branch of Barron's Artistry. Um, it's our online e-course uh, got developed. And um, we just developed that in November. November. Well, we launched it at the end of November yeah. 2017. Yeah. So that was like a huge dream, dream, dream come true. And then we obviously have our service side that still provides hair and makeup for weddings, special events, um, you know, athletes, you name it, we do makeup for it. But Camille and I don't actually provide services anymore. We have artists that work for us that actually provide all the services now. So would you say that before you took the step, each time you expand your business or add another service line, was it because you, you know, you saw that you were listening to your customers, number one, you saw a problem and you were, you know, these were questions that you were getting. So you knew it was the right time to expand when you were getting questions and you did not have a service that answered those questions. So then you developed, would you say that that's a pretty accurate Yeah. And I would say too, like, I think when me and Camille come to a point of being unfulfilled with like where we're at, you know, we love new, we love, we love challenges. We love the creation process, you know? And so it's like, we came, we could feel ourselves expiring on the services side where it was like, okay, we're just makeup robots that are going to weddings time and time again. And we really want to be you know, our hearts lie in the business side. That's what really gets me and Camille going and we love. And so it's like, all right, let's switch gears. How can we make that happen? What are those steps going to be? You know, and we started out with one artist and we're like, okay, let's just try this for a little bit and try this on for size and see how this goes. Okay, this is going well. Let's add on another artist. Okay, now we can scale this, you know, sucker to be as big as we need it to be. Mm -hmm. But I think the biggest thing in a place where Camille really, really excels is, um, really creating 
replicatable systems and procedures. Like everything we do has a procedure to it. Yeah. So we, um, we were listening to people going back to kind of what you said, they were saying after they'd have a makeup class, they'd be like, I learned so much. Can I do another one? Cause I want to learn more. And so we, yes, going back to what you said, we totally hundred percent like listen to what our clients yeah. wanted in creating makeup 101 because they have it now for a lifetime. They can mm-hmm. keep it. We are, at, we are in their bathroom with them on their phone when they're getting ready. Yeah. But like Lindsay said, we both um, love working on the business. So we read a book called The E-Myth, which really was a first type of like map for how do we, yeah. how do we scale our business and our, how are we going to be able to replicate these systems and actually hand over something in our business to someone else to do. So um, we created manuals for our positions, we created like what that job description was and what was, um, and keep in mind that Camille and I have worked every single one of those positions. Like, yeah. I think that's really a great understand as people are starting out wondering, you know, is it a right, is it the right time to grow my team? Am I going to be able, you know, to scale, you know, that type of thing is they need to realize what every position you know, has to do and has to entail. We've done the grunt work. We've done all of it through, you know, and that's what we've created and documented it. So now we know what every single position needs to do and understand so that when we do hire somebody, and I think this is where small businesses need to do that is if they're doing all the work, they need to write that out. Like what, what does this position look like? What's your Mm -hmm. expectations? Um, what are the daily tasks? What are all of that? Um, and then when it comes time to scale or when that person comes along where, you know, that would be the great fit for your team, you have that manual to hand them. Like, this is what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you can then scale at that point. Yeah. And I think that is so key. And, you know, I, I have a marketing and operations business myself. And I always tell my clients and why I talk to the people I interview on the podcast about their business before we get into the marketing questions is because I really do think operations and marketing go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. You cannot have one without the other because you can, you know, sell a million products or, you know, go out and, you know, provide services to a million people. But if you do not have the operational (laughs) foundation, you're going to, think and you're going to fail and all your, you know, you're not going to see profit. You're not going to be able to scale if you don't have those operations. And so kudos to you guys for making that such a priority. And I think for all the small businesses that are listening right now, like that is key, you guys like, and I know you guys could not stress that enough. (laughs) And it's a lot of hard work and it, um, you know, it takes a lot of time to get your systems down and how you want things working. But like for us at this point, Barron's artistry completely runs on its own. As far as the services side goes, Camille and I hardly have our hands in it on a day-to-day basis now. I mean, we work on the big picture stuff, Mm -hmm. but the day-to-day operations run completely without us. And so that's what we're working toward getting our other businesses, our other portions of our business to getting to that point. Because I think that was the smartest thing we ever did. Um, And now we are both reaping the benefits and rewards of it. Sure. 
Okay. So let's now kind of transition into the marketing side of your business as I mean, you can have, and, and like I said, you know, operate, you can't have good marketing if you don't have good operations, but you can't have, you know, your operations mean nothing if you don't have, you know, (laughs) so they really go hand in hand. So talk us through what, you know, as you're going out and marketing your services as a small business owner, what have you found to be the biggest struggles in the marketing aspect of your business? Um, for us, we've been word of mouth for so long. And, you know, for our business, again, it goes back to, we can only handle so much because we're the ones who are actually providing the services. Mm -hmm. And so we found that, you know, even when we went to market on like a wedding wire or, you know, uh, advertisements, we, we were booked to capacity. And so it wasn't really worth us investing in that because we couldn't um, do more services. Yeah. <laughs> there are only so many. And yeah. so you have to be able to accommodate the amount of, you know, the, of the, the, co- yeah, the, the customer and the clients versus, that you're bringing yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're doing all this marketing, but then you can only do so much in a day, then you're like, you're capped mm-hmm. out um, at that for us, social media marketing has been huge. And since the launch of Instagram and Facebook and things like that, I think that is something it's great because I mean, even though they're starting to charge and you have to pay for sponsored stuff, um, posts you for a long time didn't and being consistent and posting and getting out there, that is huge because it has been free. Yeah. Free marketing for us, you know, and then finding the right people, um, and really establishing amazing connections, relationships, relationships has been the biggest thing for us in marketing. I think now that we're stepping forward and trying to push makeup 101 out into the world, that has been a different marketing beast for us because, you know, we have, um, you know, marketed so much that we could to our internal audience, our warm traffic, the people who know and love us, who purchase from us all the time. Mm-hmm. We've exhausted that list with our Makeup 101. It's also the difference between marketing a service versus a product. Makeup yeah, yeah. totally different. Yeah. So it's been a new We're learning. We don't really honestly feel like we have it down. We don't... I think that's... This is one area we're stepping into that is... Um, new to both of us. Yeah, it's exciting sure. and a little scary. Um, but again, it goes back to Camille and I know that this is not our wheelhouse. This is not an area that we feel like, I mean, we could research and do all the things, but, and we have, I mean, we've done our due diligence, but we've gotten to a point now where it's like, okay, we need to hire this out and we need to find the right people and we need to find the person that's going to be the absolute best fit for us that sees our vision, sees our business, believes in us, you know, and is in our corner and wants to help push this out to the world. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Did we answer the question? <laughs> no, yes, you totally did. I feel like you, you, know, you talked about how some of your biggest struggles are number one, finding the right people. Yeah. to yeah. you know help you number 2 navigating a insane social media interface i mean these things change daily and i think small business owners get so caught up like you guys are like yeah it's not free anymore but let's 
you know, let's figure it out. Let's figure out how we are going to use it. And I think some small business owners just give up and are just so frustrated that they're not willing to figure it out. And it's overwhelming really, if you're doing it all and thank God we have each other. And that's something that we've Mm -hmm. really, um, tried to reach out to women and other people in small businesses and encourage them to, get growth coaching or to get whatever it is so that they have another person, an um, objective, you know, Mm -hmm. partner kind of who can help them to see outside themselves. Um, One thing that I think we've done well and poorly at is balancing it all. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're learning that right now. But if I would say like some advice to any small business owner is, you know, you go out there and you start connecting with people at the beginning to get your name out there and then you get busy and then you start working really hard and then you lose sight of like those relationships and those connections. And you really can't do that. You really have to be able to make sure you implement and put aside the time to grow relationships and networking Mm -hmm. And then do the work as well. Yeah. And continue to, I think Camille and I say this time and time again, it's like, okay, well, what did we do in the beginning that was working that helped us to grow to this point? And now we're hitting this wall. Okay. We need to go Go back back. and do what we did at the beginning. And that's reaching out, making personal one-on-one connections with people. Um, And, you know, I think that those relationships that we have cultivated have serviced us well, because that's how we've been able to find people that have been a good fit for us and have, you know, come into our lives or come into our business at the right time and have been the catalyst to push us even further forward. Yeah, sure. And I love that you guys addressed that networking is your marketing and Mm -hmm. that it is because Mm -hmm. I think if you ask a lot of small business owners, you know, where are you, what are, what channels are you using to market? They would say Facebook, Instagram, blog, Mm -hmm. website. I think really what the missing link is and what you guys have identified is right is spot on is networking is marketing. <laughs> and I think connecting with people because people get so bombarded right now with so much social media, like anymore who really looks at their notifications and really like checks them thoroughly. Right. But I'm going to check a direct message. Yeah. yeah. And if somebody wants to reach out to me to really, truly connect you know, then I'm going to take the time. But, um, and this is a really, uh, Camille's wheelhouse. I mean, she is really, really strong at networking. She loves it. And, um, it really has pushed our business forward in so many times when we've kind of fell stagnant, it's like, okay, we need to just go back to that. And we need to start reaching out to our contacts and, you know, um, not just sitting behind this wall of social media, but really actually truly trying to reach out to people and, and, you know, setting up, set up a coffee date. Like yeah, you can, <laughs> an online business is really deceiving sometimes because I think you think, Oh, I'm just going to put this out there into the world, the world wide web. Right. And it's going to get, all this business and people are going to see it and grab it and click on it and buy it. And that's not the The case. case. Mm -mm. So you still have to be working your business and working your relationships and getting your, getting yourself into the minds and hearts of people who want to buy from you. And that's a point that I try to make to my clients all the time is even after the sale, you have to keep engaging them. And if that means that you are setting an automated reminder to yourself saying, 
reach out to this person today. And even if it's for customers, I hate to say this, who you know are customers of small business owners, but if it's a bot for you guys, if it's just saying, hey, just checking in, even if yeah. it's just personally saying it. But yeah. And a lot of customers don't even realize <laughs> it's not. No, not yeah. It shows there. there is so much to be said about relationship-based marketing. And that is one of my passions as a, you know, marketing and operations agency is you are not going to be successful if you do not build relationships with your customers. You're just not. And word of mouth will go away. You know, you guys built your business on word of mouth. But if you stop connecting with those people, that word of mouth won't mean anything in another year or even three months. I mean, our society is so like, what's at me right now? And I think you mentioned that, Camille, is like there's, you know, who checks all their notifications? It's just what is in their face right now. Mm -hmm. So I think that is a great, great point that networking has to be a part of your marketing efforts. And yes, it's probably one of your biggest struggles, but it's probably one of your biggest, you know, benefits and absolutely and how you've been able to grow your business. Yeah. And we've always had a really big business mindset. Of, yeah. Like one thing that I don't think you can have is too big of a business mindset. We've, we, you know, we believe fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah. That's our motto is like, yeah. And like, I mean, we've got called for jobs that is like way over our heads and we're like, yes. And then guess what? I get off the phone and I'm like, Google, oh my gosh, how do I do this? How am I supposed to like complete this? You know, but I think that's always been our deal is like, fake it till you make it. We show up, we're professional and we've always operated with a big like we're a big corporation. That's always what we've tried to do is to, you know, we don't want people to feel like we're this small business, um, sure. you know, type of a deal. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys have given a lot of nuggets throughout our chat, but what do you think, and maybe you guys can do this individually, Lindsay, you give yours and then Camille, you give yours, but what is your biggest piece of advice for small business owners looking to market their business to take it to the next level? Ooh, <laughs> I'll give you some time just to, to think about it. Biggest piece of advice. Do you want to take it to the next level to market? Know your limits. Yeah. Your strengths. Know your strengths. Um, like delegation is key and, um, you know, always be watching for the people and the connections you're going to come across that can push you to the next level, right? And go with your gut. Like Camille mm-hmm. and I, you know, we're Christians. And so, you know, we are prayerful about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether you say that's your gut or whether you say it's God, whatever it may be. You know? I am I am a firm believer. In yeah, yeah it's, following that. Um, you know, we have these people who come into our lives um, and we always know that they're in our lives for a purpose and a reason. And it may not be to, you know, we've gone through other marketing people and it's like, they may not have been the catalyst to get us to the finish line, but they got us so far from point A to point B. Yeah. And then the next person we come across, okay, well, she's going to get us a little further and so on and so on. So I just would say, go with your gut go with, you know, um, make sure that you are (laughs) tethering yourself to people that you want to do business with that 
you know, are of the utmost standards and quality because surround yourself with amazing like-minded people who motivate you, push you and drive you and, and speak positive positivity into your life versus, you know, sometimes I feel like it's, and sometimes it's the people that are closest to us that sometimes, you know, make it a little bit harder. So I, I would say, you know, branch out, out of your little bit of your comfort zone, even if it is to take your even friend group or uh, business relationships to another level and be challenged. And I think you will rise to the occasion and you will rise to meet other people where they're at because there are a lot of really awesome entrepreneurs out there. And there's a lot of people that are like doing the same thing. And I think you can find strength and motivation in that Mm -hmm. to keep moving forward. Um, And don't, we are always looking at ourselves to how we can grow. Mm -hmm. I think that would be one thing that, that we, I would suggest or say would be a big piece of advice as we are always looking for someone where we're not afraid to look at ourselves and, and examine and evaluate what, what we need to work on sure where we're falling short um Mm -hmm. and things like that and if you're willing to do that and you grow so much more absolutely investing in yourself as a small business owner crucial absolutely crucial I know as a small business owner I get burnt out right and I'm like oh I need something new Mm -hmm. to inspire me or you know I need to ask someone else like what they're doing and so if you guys don't mind like what right now is inspiring you what is keeping you going? What's motivating you to keep growing Barron's artistry? I mean, again, I think it just goes back to Camille and I have a very specific vision of what we want our lives to look like. You know, we're not willing to stop until we get to that point. I mean, we're willing to pivot. I mean, there's been a lot of things that we've tried that we're like, oh crap, this didn't work. <laughs> you know, And it's like, you've got to pivot and try something else. And we're definitely not there yet. I think that's, you know, we've been in business for, um, you know, almost five years now. And like, we have not made it to the point that we think, well, we haven't arrived at like (laughs) our, our dream. Yeah. You know, I think, I think it takes so so many people see the people who rise to the top quickly in those short spurts, but those people are anomalies. They are not the norm. Like it takes a long time. And it's like, or you, see people, you don't see the true, the full story. Like you aren't seeing right. the, yeah, the Gary V's who the just got like popular in the last year, but he's been like at it for literally like 20 years. You know what right. I mean? So, um, I, I just think it's, it's this vision of our lives that continue to push us and, um, you know, motivate us to, and man, what we're doing is just freaking fun. Like sure. we just when have, you love what you do. You will do more of it and not like, yeah. I remember that I remember vividly a few months ago, you know, cause Camille had just quit her job and we were literally working together almost every day. And there, there came a point when I, I woke up one morning and I thought like, I'd never, I didn't have that feeling of dread of I've got to get up and go to an eight to five 
or I've got to get up and go to a job that's not fulfilling me. Like I literally could not wait to get up to do what we were going to do that day because it was just like, wow, this is, this is what it's about. This is our job. And we actually have created the life that we, we are creating the life that we want to live. So that's cool. And it hit me like not very long ago that I was (laughs) things that I had prayed for, like a few years ago, I'm living right now. So even though we haven't arrived, like yeah, we're not making millions of dollars and we're not on vacation, you know, <laughs> we're not twice a month. Instagram crazy, like, like amazing. That's not lives, the but. deal. But guess what? We get to be with our families. We're like, moving forward. You know, a majority of our time is spent with our families. I can go, we can go to kids' baseball setting, games yeah. and football games. And we're living the life that we set out to live a few years ago. And now we have new vision and even are moving closer to, I think, that goal of having the life we you know dream of. Yeah. And it is, it truly is amazing that this year I'm actually like able to get up and come to work here with Lindsay and we're creating things for women that we talked about three years ago. Yeah. They were just a thought, you know? So keep dreaming. Like I think never, quit never dreaming. quit dreaming. And don't um, let anyone tell you that your dream is not going to happen. I think that, I never really would listen to other people. And when we connected, it was like our ideas and dreams can like conjoined into this superhuman being (laughs) that grew and we realized like, Oh yeah. Like she thinks like I do, we can do this. Yeah. We can do this. What's stopping us. And I think that's another crucial thing. Like, you know, me and Camille are both in our thirties and there's something, there's something to be said about our thirties. Like we feel like we're limitless. Like, I can do anything. We don't have that sense of fear to our lives. Um, you know, and I think the more businesses you start and create, the more you're like, okay, well, let's just start another one. Like our (laughs) literal 2018 goal was to not start another business because we were like, we've got to stop. We got to cool it. Like we got to like pump the brakes on this thing and like actually nurture the ones we already have going. But, um, yeah, so keep dreaming. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, ladies. Can you tell my audience where they can find you online if they're interested in (laughs) connecting with you guys personally or connecting with you as Barron's Artistry? If you wouldn't mind just telling them all the places you are, that would be awesome. Mia loves this. She looks at me because I'm always like, she's don't like, forget to in the gro- follow us on Barron. Yeah, she'll be like in the grocery store, the person behind her. She's like, so you checked out barronsartistry.com. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like the no worst shame. at doing that. She has no shame. <laughs> so we are on, we have a website. It's barronsartistry.com, B-E-H-R-E-N-S, artistry. And um, then we also are on Facebook, um, Instagram, and we have even another part of our company called Red Aspen that we have another Instagram that's specifically geared toward um, like cosmetics and and lashes and things like that. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, and we have a website. Awesome. And I will link all of those handles and websites in the show notes so everyone can connect with you guys. But thank you again so much for joining me. I had a lot of fun and you guys provided some super valuable information to small businesses and how they can market themselves and take their business to the next level. So thank you so much. Yay, you're welcome. Thanks for having us. It was so fun. Love it. Awesome. All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. So you see,
a lesson to be learned. Experiments never fail. 